And we're here again on the Christmas edition of the K&M Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Detroit Lions football. Hello, Michael. Hello, Ken Brown. Uh, Merry Christmas and Merry Happy Christmas, New Year. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, um, I want to say a full week after Christmas. And this is the weird part. Usually now we'd be uh, talking about the last game of the year. Yep. But now they added a 17th game and moved everything back a week. Um, we are now talking about week, well, game number 15. Well, game number 16 of a 17-game season. So we still got another right. week left to go. That's a little – and the season's going to end on, what, the 9th of January? Yeah, January I mean, That's 9th. happened before, but, but it's, it just seems different. It really does. I was looking at something last night because we were going to talk about John Madden in a minute. I was looking at the 1970 – the year he won the Super Bowl. It was the 77 Super Bowl for the 76 season. The, like, the Super Bowl was like January 9th or the, the AFC Championship game. It was, yeah, the Super Bowl was like January 9th. They played a 14-game season that started in September, and they had – Three rounds of playoffs. It wasn't more. It wasn't you know the big wild card. Wild card. It was they won two games. They beat uh, I forgot who they beat. And they beat Pittsburgh in the uh, conference championship. And they Minnesota Vikings. The Super Bowl was January 9th. Yeah, I never even thought about that. But yeah, that's 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 quite different than it is now. That's for sure. Yeah, the fourteen game seasons, and now you had sixteen game, seventeen game seasons plus you know an extra team in the playoffs. I just – I'm telling you what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm, well, I'm, plus one other thing, too, Kenny. They start the games after Labor Day, too, because, you know, a lot of fans were gone on Labor Day. They didn't go to games, so they've moved it back. And they, they start after Labor Day. Well, I guarantee so that's, you. That's an, extra, that's an extra week. Right, but I guarantee you when that game – I'm kind of figuring it will be January 23rd. I what? believe what the, game? the NFC Championship game of his January 23rd. And if it's played in Green Bay, and that game is an abomination because of the weather and the lateness of the year, then they'll do something. Because no, they won't. It's no, it's, Mike, it's, I'm telling you right now, it's not, you shouldn't be playing outside at a stadium like that and try to get a true, a true game at the end of January anywhere. I mean, it's it's just crazy. I think this they they elongated the season for money, and I I just I don't like it at all. Now, if you're going to have a longer they, season, then start it earlier. They had a, Kenny. They had a Super Bowl in New York like five years ago, and they luckily got out with good weather or decent weather. Now that could have been okay. a disaster. But Mike, there's well, not going to be good weather if, if January 23rd in Green Bay. It's just not going to happen. And like I said, I hope it's the worst weather in the world. I hope it's a, a hundred, a fifty below zero and a big snowstorm. I just want to see the worst you could have to tell these guys, these guys that are just going for corporate money, that you can't be elongating these seasons like this. What they, you know, they, I heard what they wanted to do is get the Super Bowl into February for sweeps. You know, the the networks wanted into February instead of January. And if that, if they let them do that, then we gonna, we're gonna have problems. We're gonna have problems. Well, that's what you say, but look, you're talking about the bad weather ruining the game and all that. I, have you forgotten about the ice bowl, the Cowboys and and, and the uh, and the Packers, the frozen tundra? That's one of the most renowned football games of all time. For people, it was, it was renowned zero. because there was no TV back there. They watched it barely. It was barely what TV. Mean there was no if TV. you had to put that game on TV today, Mike, the exact same game, you there would you would TV. get lettered. No, back then, the TV wasn't like TV today. That game, 
I bet had about a twelve share, and that was good for the NFL back then. You put you're that game on the day. You put that game on the day. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll Shame check back next you. week. Over this week, Shame. I'm gonna get you the ratings of that game. I guarantee that the NFL in 1967 ratings were not that big. I'll bet you they were higher. You know why? Because there were only three stations. There was no there was no internet. Yeah, but it was like was a no, one o'clock was game. No wasn't cable it? TV. But the whole NFL wasn't that big. Baseball was the big sport then. But football wasn't the big sport then. Baseball was not the big sport in January. And no, I'm talking about overall. It was the big sport. Well, we'll see. Well, look, I'm not even gonna argue about it. We'll see. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's you why. You know what? You've made up. You've made up an argument that you're gonna lose. Do you even lose. see videos of that game? You see a, <laughs> a player too. You don't even see the whole game because I've seen it, it, I've seen, yes, I saw the no, whole game. Nobody yeah. cares about that game, and it was a terrible game. The only reason it's romanticized is because of the sneak and everything. It was a terrible game to watch. It was a terrible game and a terrible element. And I'm gonna tell you what. I bet we go back to the time. What 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 um, month and day do you think that game was on? That was a December. I don't remember. Early but let me ask you. Let, let me ask you a question right now, right here in this, in 2021, in in, in December of 2021. How old are you? I'm a hundred. How old are you? I'm a hundred. I'm fifty. So you, you know why you're you know why you don't want to answer? Because you weren't even alive when that game was played. <laughs> it doesn't you have matter. No idea. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. All right, fine. Kenny Let's... Brown. Shame on you for Michael making up Hare, an argument that you can't win. <laughs> the romanticizer of all that is football. Yes, I am. All That's right. right. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. But I don't want to – see, we didn't get, went too far into this. I was trying to get to the Lions. We went too far. But well, might as well talk about John Madden first before this, we This go is a on. good time to back off because you're wrong. No, I'm not let's wrong. Move we'll talk about it. Like let's, I said, let's move along, football Brown. back then was about – the fans are 20,000 guys in the stands and a bunch of guys yelling. And that's all it was. Now football is an international game, and they better not international. blow it. International? Yes. They better not blow it. They better <laughs> not blow it. The Super Bowl is international. That's a worldwide event. Let's move along, all okay, right. before you get deeper in debt here. You don't think the Super Bowl is a worldwide event? Did you see the numbers of the worldwide uh, numbers? Of I think it's to a, to a degree, but it's not like the World Cup. It's not like soccer, not like no, the but it's a, it's the no. world. It's still a world event now. Anyway, John Madden passes away, and I'm telling you, yeah. man, when people when things like this happen, it's just weird because on Christmas Day they had his um, a bio documentary, which I didn't think was that great. I'm sorry, everybody told me how great it was. I, I didn't think it was that great. I thought the uh, the the football lives on NFL Network and the one about Madden were better than that that thing. I didn't think it was that great. I think they skimmed over a lot and they tried to go through things too fast. And you know, I just didn't like it. But it was a nice tribute to John Madden, and he was and he saw it. And I heard he asked people what they thought of it. And then he passed away in his sleep, I guess. Um, no, he yesterday. was on his way to a doctor's appointment. Is that where he was? Okay. Yeah, in fact, I texted, I exchanged texts with Matt Millen today. They were very, very close, and that's what he told me. He was on his way to a doctor's appointment. Wow. So he had, he had some uh, health challenges in the last few years, right? Apparently, yeah. yeah. But I just – I don't want to get deep into it. Maybe another time we'll get deep into him. But just give me your impressions of of uh, John Madden, and I'll give you mine. Well, I just think that he was a man for any uh, for any setting and any scene. He, he proved that. He was an assistant coach as a young head coach, 10 years, and – Look at the record he compiled. Uh, you know, I was I was a selector for the Hall of Fame when he came up, and there was a lot of people who thought that he was overrated because of the because of the talent he had on those Raiders teams, and how many of those players, you know, went on to become Hall of Famers. And one of and the presenter, I forget who it was right now, 
came up with all the statistics and his record against Hall of Fame coaches, against Super Bowl winners. It was absolutely astonishing how well how well he did, how well he matched up with uh, in competing against his peers. And that convinced me right then and there. I was probably going to vote for him anyway, but that ended any doubt that it, it's, it wasn't just it wasn't just how many games he won, but who he beat to get that uh, get that one loss record of his. And so, yeah, I thought in that regard, the Madden, the, the other, the, the broadcasting stuff, he was he was terrific. He really was. He he did it with common sense. I mean, one of the things I always remember about him is when they you know they had like a a measurement on fourth and one, and the, did he get it? And and you know, and Madden would say he'd watch the linesman come in to spot the ball, and he'd say it depends on whether he's right footed or left footed. If he's right-footed, he made it. If he's left-footed, he didn't. Yeah. You know, it was just common-sense stuff about him. So I thought yeah, I thought he was really a, an amazing person. I really do. Yeah, my my impressions of him were, I, if he had been in the NFC, he would have been he would have had way more rings than he had, I think, or he would have been to more Super Bowls because – What does that have to was, do with him? Well, I'm about to tell you, everybody talks about he only made one Super Bowl with the talent. This is pretty much what you're saying. But he right. had to go through Pittsburgh every year, man. The, I mean, there were – the AFC was a gauntlet back then. I mean, there were – I mean, it was just – it was to get the one ring and to be in – I think he had three or four, five out of six, they said, uh, going to the conference championship games. Even though he lost them, I mean, man, Mike, that was, a, that was, that was tough. There were teams, man. There were super teams in that division, you know, yeah. in that league. So if he'd have been in the NFC and went to the Super Bowl five times like Minnesota and won one, nobody would be talking about it. It wouldn't have been any question because I'm guarantee you, he'd have been in the – you put Minnesota in the, in the, in the AFC and, and Oakland in the, in the NFC, he's doing all those four Super Bowls that Minnesota went to plus, and he'd have won. It was just – that's how good that team was that over that stretch of time. What is it, 132 or 100 and something and 32? I mean – he was a great coach. Um, I like those coaches back then, not these corporate button-up coaches where you got to wear the the Nike wear or you got to wear whatever the wear of the day is. When he had that big tie on and the shirt was flopping out, he had the big Sanzibel pants. That's the way coaches used to – I love that, his sideline demeanor. Well, the other thing about him, too, he always had his, his credential on his Yeah, belt. hanging off his belt. Just, right. just like a meeting. I always thought – I made a joke about him when he looked like uh, like a – Couch that somebody put out <laughs> by the Salvation Army or something right. like that. But I remember I, co- I covered I covered a bunch of bunch of their games, Kenny. I was when I was working for the Detroit News, and we really covered a lot of stuff in those days. And it was a it was a uh, playoff um, an, over, an overtime playoff game, and somebody asked him about the fifth quarter, and he said, fifth period, you can't have five quarters." <laughs> <laughs> Just that sharp, you yeah, know. real sharp guy. Now I interviewed him one time. I sat right next to him and interviewed him one time. It was a highlight. It was a, one of the Super Bowl games, and me and Mitch, uh, we did an interview with him. I'm gonna pull that out next year when I get back to work, and we'll probably play it. And all I can remember, Mike, the whole time I'm interviewing him is looking at his hands. He's got that big Super Bowl ring on. It looks like an orange, yep. and he's got these big meaty hands. And he was the nicest guy, man, really the nice guy. And like you said, very intelligent. Very, yeah, very, yeah, and he, and, he, and he knew people too. He knew the people in the boxing world. Uh, Matt Nolan told me one time they were all in, they were in New York together and they had dinner with uh, uh, who the heck was it? The Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Aretha Franklin, yeah. In fact, when she walked in, uh, Matt said uh, Nolan stood up, or not Nolan, but uh, uh, John stood up and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, the Queen of Soul." Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, well, well, like I said, um, cool rest, dude. rest in peace, Matt Miller. I mean, yep. this is another thing, too. And they didn't say it in any of these things you see or hear. But they were talking about who were some of the announcers that, you know, were his under, that became, came up under him. And they were talking about Troy Aikman and all these other guys. They left out one name, man. If Matt Millen doesn't take Detroit job, he he's Matt's successor. Absolutely. Yeah, he was absolutely. he was on that track and he was the next thing coming through. He wouldn't have been as big as Madden, but I'm just saying, he was the guy who would have been the successor. Yeah, no doubt about it. No they were doubt very, about very, it. Very close. They really no were. doubt about it. And uh so that's what that was. But anyway, um so John Madden, eighty five years old. Now I hate to segue from that to this, but we have to get to the Lions. We haven't talked about the Lions. We've been on probably 10 minutes already. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, I'm not a tanker. But then again, I am a tanker. But since there's no quarterback, I'm tanker, not a tanker. Kenny, just admit it. I'm not a tanker this year because there's no quarterback. If there was a, if there was <laughs> it's a, in your DNA. If there was an Elway there or if there was a, you know, a, a Andrew Luck or if there was a Joe Burrow even there, then I'm ready. I'm, you can call me Tankathon. I'm ready to swim. But since there's no quarterback in the top five, I, I don't care. I want him to win every game. And I'm going to tell you right now, Tim Boyle, they shouldn't even let him on the plane. Shouldn't even let him on the plane back to town. The most horrible throw of his horrible throws he's made in the two stars he's made on first down when you're trying to win a game. I just don't understand it. I don't know who told him that. I don't know who told him he was whoever he thought he was, but I tell you, and I've said it on this podcast 200 times, that backup quarterback is the sixth most important position on the team. And they better get a backup that can win games for him next year. Kim Brown has spoken. You may speak. Well, I don't believe I believe backup quarterback is an important position, but certainly not in the top six. I mean, my God, well, that's that, ridiculous. That's why I, you know, I prefaced it with Ken Brown said. I know. I, right. Nobody else would agree with you. That's all right. That's all right. Keep not, not believing. Keep not believing. But I'm not saying it's not important. You asked the Baltimore Colts today, Baltimore Ravens right now, what a backup quarterback is what most important position on their team right now. Backup quarterback probably cost them the playoffs if they don't make it. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. Right. So? So it's more important than just getting a guy to, to, to fill a uniform out. And that's what the Lions have been doing since the the last backup quarterback to me that could win a game was uh, the one with Stafford. Uh, what was his name? Um, Sean Hill. Sean Hill. That was the last guy that I could say he's won games in the league. He's proven backup. That's the last guy they've had. And what he, year was he that? He was a, uh, two, uh, 2010, the last, right. the last four games of the season. They won, they won all four. And that is the last backup quarterback to win a game for Detroit Lions. Right. But when he got here, he had proven he could win games. He had been he had been on Arizona. Oh, he's been a starter. Right. He was a starter for the 49ers. So, so. if I have a football team, he is the least of a backup quarterback I will have. It's him, a guy with his rec- his um credentials are better. And that's what they need to think about next year. None of this, you know, uh, whoever the cheapest contract we can get to get a guy in there just to get some guy, some guy from here or a 12-round draft pick or something. I'm just saying there's no 12, but a 12-round draft pick and we're going to have him to back him. No, get you get a backup that can win a game because that well, game was to there win. to win. You know, I, just, I think that, that you mentioned first down. You know, the ball's it's first and goal at the nine-yard line with 39 seconds left. You can run eight plays 39 seconds. Sure. You really can. Sure. Easily. Easily. 
Now he can't do it if they're all running plays and he can tackle you know, every time he's right. out left. But, but I just thought this, that unless you're absolutely sure on first down, don't throw it because you got three more shots at it. Man, I'm hitting somebody in those bleachers. I'm hitting somebody in those bleachers, Mike. Whatever, just but yeah. be just be absolutely sure. Yeah, I'm not I'm absolutely. not even risking it. Not even risking it. And like I said, he threw for 77 yards his first game. He threw for 170 something this game. If he can't even get over 200 yards. And I'm telling you right now, I thought he passed as well as he could except for a couple misses early to get 177 yards. He's just not good. He's not good. Okay? You know, one thing that stood out to me in that game, too, and I looked these statistics up, he played, he's played two games now for the Detroit Lions. I'm not counting, you know, that one one play he was in for two weeks ago when when, uh, right. when uh, uh, Jared went out. Yeah, yeah golf. Yeah, yeah, exactly, briefly. But, you know, he's thrown, what, 67, 67 passes, I think it is, something like that. He's played two full games. He hasn't been sacked, and he hasn't run once. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's probably any co- any quarterback in the league who's played two games without being sacked or running. I just, I don't know what it means. Probably nothing, but it's just it's just a little statistic that really just kind of, I don't know, kind of fascinates me for, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Well, I'm done talking about him. I'm done talking. That's, no, you're not. Matter of fact, that's too much oxygen <laughs> we've given him already. All right, <laughs> that's not fair. Let's talk about a couple of good things that I did see, and and I I saw Kyle Pitts play. He was the fourth pick, I believe, in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, to me, he's going to be a receiver. I don't think he's a tight end. Good player, but he's not getting touchdowns. I think I read he has one touchdown this year. Maybe I may be wrong on that, but that's what I read. Right. I know he didn't have any the other day. He had 100 yards receiving. Good player. Maybe even a real all-star. But, you know, give me Penny Sewell any day. Give me I'm, I'm, I'm going with the lineman. I'm sorry. Give me Penny Sewell any day. This is contrary to what you've said before, though, that if you're going to draft that high, get me a player who can score touchdowns. Yeah, if there's one there. Remember As, that? Right. But he, <laughs> remember that? But Kyle Pitts is not scoring touchdowns, so that's my point. That's the point I was trying to make. He's not scoring he, touchdowns. He, he, he's already got he's, – he's almost at 1,000 yards receiving now. He's very, very close to it. He'll score touchdowns, believe me. Well, he where will. are they, Mike? Well, Kenny, he's a rookie on a bad team. Okay, okay it but, happens. But he's got a, no, he's no, no, no. He's got a pro, a semi, almost Pro Bowl quarterback. If he was not now, he was. He's no excuse for him not to have at least eight touchdowns, six, at least six, at least six. Kenny, come on, you know better than that. He's got, you've got to throw him the ball in a position where he can score. I understand, but it, as you know, the wide receiver is the most needy position in I football. Understand. You can only do what they give you to do. I saw a stat. Come matter of fact, speaking of that, I saw a stat before I came over. I got to digress for one second. Uh, it was a New York please, writer. Please do. A New York writer wrote about it. Uh, Kenny Galladay has no touchdowns this year. Yeah, and uh, they said for eighteen million dollars, I see why the Lions didn't sign him. And I, I was, I was trying to tell people, he's a good player. But you got to put the Matt Stafford uh, equation into anybody you draft afterward because everybody, for the guy who couldn't make players, every player after they played with him never duplicated the stats when they left. They have their best years with him. Yeah. That's what you're saying. And, and oh, then, absolutely. Of course. And, and he was a rookie coming there, so all his stats were Matt Stafford's stats. So – you got to take two things. You could have took the games that David Blau started with him and what he did, and then you could take – What's happened after he left? And he he's a good player, but he's I, I just said he's not a he's not a he's not an eighteen million dollar player. 
He also he also led the league in touchdowns one year too. He was eleven, I think it was. Right with Matt Stafford. Yeah, he was a good, he was a good player in Detroit. Yeah. He really was. But I'm telling you right now, New York they ain't taking that. If he better, he he's going to be on the short leash next year. They're not taking that. And when they start blaming after the season, after the after the coach, judge, and the quarterback Brown, they're going to be coming right over to him. Trust me. Well, I don't think a wide receiver is the first place you go in any team. This is New York, but this is New York. This is New York. Still football. Yeah. Um, So we go back to that. Um, Lions, like I said, they lost a game at the end, which they could have won. 2016, yeah. They lose one more game, they'll have at least a second pick in the draft, which is fine with me. They don't have to have no more. Well, guaranteed. They've still got got a pass. uh, They've still got a sink pass to Jacksonville. No, I said they'll at they least have the second pick if they lose one I more. said at least. Yeah, yeah. that's the best yeah. they can do. The yeah. worst they can but draft, too. Jacksonville has to lose for them to get the first Yeah, pick. I don't think Jacksonville's going to win another game. I mean, game. Jacksonville has to win. Right, they're not going to win another game. Win. They're not winning another game. I thought Daryl Bevel was able to pull one out, but evidently not. And Well, yeah, he's got, he's got more time coming. And a good thing, uh, I heard that uh, Jim Carr was on the short list for them. Well, list, not short list, but on the list for interviews for Jacksonville. Might be a good place for Jim Caldwell right now. Well, I'll tell you one thing. He will he will straighten things out in a hurry. It's, it's, uh, if you want a team with character, you want an organization with character, you'll get it with Jim Caldwell, absolutely. Well, he will try. The, the, difference, he, the difference he made, no, the difference he made here in Detroit in a, in a matter of in a very very short time was 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 absolutely amazing. It really was. Yeah, really like I said, he will it. try. But to me, no, he's, all, he succeeded doing that wherever he's been. Yeah, but he had owners that would let him do what he wanted to do. I'm not a this. You got to point the finger at Khan. You got to point the finger at the Jacksonville owner now. And I, I hope he lets if Caldwell gets the job do it. But I, you point the finger at him now. This is too many coaches. This has been too long. It's the owner. It is the owner, Mike. Well, yeah, but still, the coach and you know, the coach runs the team, and, and I think that you've got a guy who's gonna. If you hire Jim Caldwell, you're hiring him because you like what he does. And you're trying to make him into something else. Once he gets there, you like him. You like him for what he brings to the brings to the position. I hope that. I hope, so I hope you're right. Well, why, well, he wouldn't hire him otherwise. Well, he hired Urban Meyer, and he knew what was the deal with that, and he still went ahead. Right, and did exactly. It. Okay, so right, he exactly. his judgment is bad. He's got bad judgment. Well, I, Kenny, okay, he has bad judgment. If he hired Caldwell, it would be an indication of good judgment because he'd get a guy who'd be, be something different than what he's got now. Like I said, as long as he lets him do what he has to do and don't be putting the thumb on him and say, well, this is the way I want to run it and I'm going to let you run it up to a point. And, and owners have been known to do that. Some bad owners in this league, Mike, and I just think he's one of them. I would agree with that, but he's also had, well, you know, look, we're talking about, what, what do we care about Jacksonville? <laughs> I know, I'm just getting called. We like Move calling. Move on. Um, two no, games like left. We got Seattle on. this week in Seattle. I hope it doesn't snow this week in Seattle. But um, Well, it snowed last week. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. I don't think the, this is a bad matchup for the Lions because they're pretty good defensively. Not great, but pretty good defensively. And uh, Russell Wilson, I think they got a little bit to prove, you know, because the, Pete Carroll wants to close fast, and it's a home game. I don't know if the Lions can win another road game. Well, it's the last one, so I don't know if they can close win on the fast. road. I don't know if they can win on the road. They're yeah. two and six in their last eight games. The chance to close fast, well, that, that's gone. Well, I think Russell Wilson coming back in that thumb is is, is is he's got a couple performances left in him. I just think that this is a bad matchup for the Lions. They Seattle runs pretty good. 
Lions have been good against the run recently. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. I just think this is a bad matchup for the Lions. Well, I don't think it's anything. I don't think it's insurmountable by any any stretch of the imagination. Right. I, I wouldn't pick them to win, but I just I don't think it's. Well, their issues right now are just getting bodies out there. They got no tight ends left to play football in the National Football League, and that affects you know that affects a lot of their formations and a lot of the things that they do offensively. Uh, uh, Josh Reynolds really has really added something to the wide receiver core. He's got COVID, so it's more. I'd, I'd be more concerned about that than anything that the uh, that 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 Seattle's going to do. I think that, that look that 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 legion of boom and all that stuff that's gone. Oh, that's all. That team, yeah, that, that, that team doesn't exist anymore. No, that team's over. That I mean, look, over. they had a great run eight eight playoffs in nine years, nine winning seasons, a Super Bowl, a second place in the Super Bowl. That, that, and really, just a, a, a great team to watch, you know, an entertaining team. And it That's may gone. be, that, it, it may be, done. these may be Russell Wilson's last two games in Seattle too. Could be, yeah, yeah. could be, could be. And uh, well, it's the last eight games. His last games on the road. No, I said last two games in Seattle. You being the team, Seattle, not the city, Seattle. I mean, these last right. two weeks, right? Could be. Correct. I think they're, they're going to movie, right? I think they're going to move him at the end of the year. And I think, don't, know, touch I, I, don't touch I, I, him. Don't touch him. I think he's going to move. I don't well, think they got anything to say about it. Don't touch him. Lions, don't touch him. Keep your draft picks. Don't touch him. Don't mortgage your future for that. Go with what you got and then get a young quarterback. Don't be trying to get one of these guys that have been in the league 10, 12 years and $34 million on your cap. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Well, so you know what? So you would, have, you would have taken Brady down in Tampa? Is that what you're saying? Not for this team. No, not for this team. Okay. Not for this team. If okay. I was ready to win, Mike, you take Brady. But, yep. you know, the team next year is not – I don't think they're ready to win a Super Bowl, and that's the only reason not you would bring Russell Wilson in. You got a young I team, suppose. young talent. You got a semi-decent quarterback now with golf. You can draft a backup that you can hope develops to a starter two or three years from now or – you end of next year, do it that way. Don't don't waste thirty four million dollars of your cap on holding a quarterback when you already got twenty six on a quarterback you got now on your team. So, well, let me just say something then because your your voice kind of dropped when you said semi decent on Jared Goff. Obviously, he did not want to get involved in what the head coach said earlier this week about about him being the being the quarterback next next year and sort of likes likes the way things are going with him. No, I'm not getting involved in it. <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. Well, well. I'm not getting involved well, in that. Well. He says a lot of things. It's, he's week to week, too. I mean, he could change his mind. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's no, week he's to week. No. Go, look, you because of the contract, the way they did it this year, golf was going to be here next year anyway, so you yeah. can go ahead and say it. But that doesn't mean next he's year. the answer. He's just here. Now well, he plays, What is semi-good, then? He's a, he's a starter. Remember we talked about um, Sean Hill? He's better yeah. than Sean Hill. He's a starter yeah. in the league. Yeah. He's a middle of the pack statistic guy. He'll be, you know, he won't be 25. He'll be 15, 16, 17, somewhere like that. And that's adequate for what you're doing right now. Now, mm-hmm. can he get better in this system? Can he grow? He's only 27 years old. Can he get better? Yes. Can he become a a guy who takes you to a back to a Super Bowl? It's possible if the team is that good, but well, he's done it once. Why yeah, that's what I said. Again? It's possible, but I don't think you ever going to I don't think it's ever going to be his team. I just don't think that he's got that talent that like Matthew had. I don't think you look at him like that. I think you just look at him as a 
or good quarterback at best. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see. Like I said, hey, Mike, I've seen guys late. Rich Gannon late in his career became a player. I never thought he would have been earlier in his career. So we'll see. It's up yeah, to him. He was the league, was the league, league MVP. In the That's what I'm saying. But when you saw him come in the league when he was with Kansas City, would you think that guy would have ever been the guy that ended up being in Oakland? Well, he came into the league drafted by the uh, New England Patriots, and they had him listed as a wide receiver. He wouldn't refuse to show up. Right. So, I'm not playing wide receiver. I want to play quarterback. So these things and happen. He was right. Yeah, there's yeah. many ways to get a quarterback. So you got one. At least you know you have a functional NFL starter right now. Right. So that's the that's your baseline. I have a functional NFL starter. That's middle of the pack, and you go from there. Now, if you can upgrade, upgrade. If you can't, you roll with him. So, I tell you, and here's the other thing too. Go ahead. And, and, and here's the other thing too. If the uh, if Aaron Rodgers departs Green Bay, then you got the best quarterback in the or you got at least the second best quarterback in the division next year. You think him and Cousins? He's better than Cousins. I said at least the second best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, all the Justin Fields fans that wanted to take him, um, he, he might be a good quarterback in this league, but all that. Yelling and screaming at the beginning of the season, this was the next franchise guy. I don't see it. I haven't seen it this year. I see he might possibly be a good quarterback, and that's possible because he does a lot of stuff, man. He stares, guy. He's athletic, but is he a quarterback? You got to show me. Yeah. You know, I see Stafford in his first year. I've seen Luck in his first year. I've seen a lot of these guys in the first year playing. They played a lot better than he's playing. So maybe there's a reason why he went 11, why he was the fourth or the five quarterback. Might be a reason, fellas. So, Oh, I, this is what I was going to get back to. You know who's got away with murder this year? Nobody talks about him. Big Lamar cap Jackson? Hit. No, no, on the, on the Lions. Big cap hit. Oh. Won't be there next year. And nobody. he's just faded off and nobody thinks about him anymore. Trey Flowers. Yeah, it's too bad. Too yeah, Nice guy, great guy. But never $19 million, dollars, never became getting. a player. Mm-hmm. He's got a $19 million cap hit, which they're going to let go. So you're going to get some money back. I don't know how much he's going to be dead. But it just it just never worked out for him, man. It just never worked well, out. Well, he was hurt. He was hurt the whole time he was here. Well, that's why it never worked out. But he never worked yeah. out. But even when he was playing, Mike, he wasn't a $19 million player. He was a good player, very good player. Wasn't, he was a good player. Wasn't, yeah, a, was wasn't a, a game player. changer. And if you're paying $19 million a year, you want a game changer. So, if you say so, Ken Brown, well, if you say so. I, know, I, you, I, I, I bow to your expertise. I know you don't want to give it up for him now, but um, no. I, I, just, I don't think he'll be back. I'd be surprised. He's, he's not coming back. He's not coming Well, you don't know. He, he, I, might, he might not. Mike, his cap number next year is like $20-something million. Dollars. He's not coming back. He's well, not Kenny, if you're going to have a if you're going to have a cap hit and all that, you might as well have, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to give up a bunch of money to have him or not have him, you might as well have him. Yeah, but I don't think I think this is the year where you can do it because that's why they didn't. We'll I, see. If they would have did it this year, I thought if they if the cap hit wasn't as big as it was, but I, I on that over 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 the cap dot com I looked at it, it's not a big hit if you do it after you can designate him after June first of next year. Right. It's not a big money hit, and like I said, it's over. It's over for him. Plus, I don't, I don't see a spot for him on the squad anyway. Going forward, looks like they they're tuning their their D line in now with the young guys and a core will be back and a Warriors and a cores, yeah, both a cores are there and you got a draft coming up where you're gonna take one of the two probably. So you, you know, I don't see the spots anyway for him. 
Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, when July rolls around, training camp opens. Well, not July because be, now, after the season ends, I got a feeling the. Dan Campbell's going to coach the senior bowl. I got a feeling they're going to be one of those two teams. Well, matter of fact, Jacksonville's going to be looking for a new coach, so they're not coaching, so they're out. So the Lions, even if they go back to third in the draft order, they'll be one of the two coaches for the for the senior bowl. And he said, he, I heard him say he wouldn't mind doing it. No, he said he wouldn't mind doing it. He said, but there's also one peril there and do it. He says, you can, you can get locked into guys because you coach them all week and you get locked into guys and you, you, know, you sort of have a blind spot for them. But that's why they have a lot of eyes looking at him too, not just the head coach right. and not just the defensive line coach and, and whatever. Everybody looks at him, and they can they can talk you off the ledge if they have to. Right. All right. Well, it's Seattle this week, Mike, and then we'll come back next week where we'll do our last one before the end of the season, and then we'll do a recap, and then we'll see the exciting off season. Um, the way the Lions, the way the draft picks are coming now, it's like the Rams are picking up a little steam now. I think they got two pretty easy games. They got Baltimore and then a home game with, uh, I think, San Francisco. They might yeah, possibly San Francisco's have, not easy. Well, they yeah. might possibly have the 24th pick, 26th. If they win a Super Bowl, twenty the 32nd pick. Just think if the Lions got the number one pick, the 32nd, 33rd pick, and the Rams win a Super Bowl. So you have one, 32, and 33. Yeah. Now, I, like I said, gotta, I wouldn't be mad with that. That's not bad. And you got to wait 24 hours to use it. Or, or this is what I always wondered. If they just decided not to pick at the end of the night, what happens? Does the next team well, jump up? Pick. No, does the next team jump up well, again? Well, 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 if, if you're the next team. That would be you, though. <laughs> that would be you. <laughs> that would be you. What do you do? Well, let me tell, look, I'll tell you a quick story before we go. It used to be 15 minutes between picks, and the Raiders had the last two picks in the first round. Mm-hmm. Al Davis took all 15 minutes on both picks. Right, right. <laughs> just, just to aggravate right. the commissioner. When that year he took Oshawa, the D-back, that was one of the two. I remember, I remember, I, I, know, I remember I him doing it. I think that was it. I remember that. I remember when he did it. You're right. Just Nandi Oshawa, yeah, yep. he took, he just aggravate the, aggravate the <laughs> grass. The, all right, Michael here. That's it for this week on the KDM podcast. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, listen to Mike and read them on DetroitLions.com. And me on the Mitch Album Show, we won't be doing any more with Hawkinson until the end of the, the beginning of the year, so nothing next week. But they're both out there. Any closing thoughts, Mr. Mike? Nope, that's it. Just have a good good look. Have a good, safe New Year's, and we'll talk to you next that's week. That's right. Stay safe out there. Keep your distance from people, and we'll see you next week here on the Canon Podcast.